When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast, your best podcast spot for all things Cleveland Guardians baseball. Presented by WaitingForNextYear.com. Follow Matt on Twitter at DairySpeaks and Todd at TDGuardiansKU. The Dairy Brothers Guardians cast is on the air. It's Monday, August 14th. Welcome into the program here, wherever you get your podcasts on the Evergreen Podcast Network and WaitingForNextYear.com. Guardians baseball, mid-August. Todd, I got a question for you to start off. You ready? I'm ready. We're going to do something different this time. I'm going to ask you seven yes or no questions. Just say yes or no. This is good. You ready? Okay. Seven yes or no questions. I'm guaranteeing five of the seven or no. Okay. uh, Off the top. Oh, this is exciting. All right. Unequivocally, 100% will Will Brennan have a role on this team next year? Yes. Really? A yes. major role? A Well, this is a difference between a okay. role and a major role. Unequivocally, 100% will Will Brennan play a major role next season? No. Okay. Gabe Arias? Uh, Can't believe this is taking this long. No. Tyler Freeman? Yes, because I think he's going to be the utility man. Jeez. Okay. Major role for utility man. All right. So no. Okay. Oscar Gonzalez. No way. No Ryan way. Ryan Rocchio. Yes. Really? Okay. I think he's going to be the shortstop. And then two obvious ones, Tanner Bybee. Yes. Gavin Williams. Yes. All right. So you said four out of the seven were no's, but you one of your yeses was Rocchio. Well, here, it's it's going to be Rokio or Arias is going to be the shortstop next year, and I think it's going to be Rokio. So, yes, he's going to play a major role. That's my opinion as of okay. today. All right. I would have said, because we're saying unequivocal 100%, I would say no on all those positions. Well, listen, I can't say 100% with, you know, that Rokio is going to be the shortstop. In my opinion, he's going to be, the, it, it's going to be him or Arias, and I think it's going to be him. So, I'm saying yes okay. on that. The point I'm making here is that the minute I said Tanner Bybee and Gavin Williams at the end, it was so obvious. And these pitchers have come up and been fantastic. But we are at August 14th. We are in mid-August. We are closing in on mid-August. And those position players, we still have no idea. And, like, I think I have some idea. And it's like utility man central, fourth outfielder central. This organization has done an amazing job of two things. Developing these starting pitchers, amazing. And also, they are so good at fourth outfielders and utility players. Nobody better. Utility guy central. So, you know, that's kind of just where I wanted to start the show today because I just wanted to make a point. Yes, the team uh, had a really nice day on Sunday. They smashed around Zach Eflin. They had nine runs. Probably should have. They 
they could have even swept the series over the weekend against a very good Tampa Bay Rays team, which by the way, if you go through their lineup, which includes former guardian, former Indian, Yandy Diaz, they have a lot more unequivocals. That's even a word than we do. And how about Yandy Diaz leading the American league in hitting in batting average? Oh yeah. But he also can slug it. I mean, he's OPS is probably over. I think it's over 900 or close to it. I mean, my point is, and yesterday was fun. It was nice to see them, you know, shoot the gap and you know actually they, wake up and hit the ball. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. And Eflin's not bad. I mean, Twelve game winner. Right. Absolutely, he's been, been great all them. year for them. But uh, maybe, maybe the reason why the Guardians uh, uh, whooped up on the Rays yesterday is because the Rays were a little bit distracted by their All Star shortstop allegedly dating a fourteen year old girl. Wait, is that what it was? I because all I saw was. They're looking into text met or, or looking social into media tweets, posts, social yeah. media posts. He's not even, yeah. a, he didn't even travel with the team. Yesterday. Oh, he did. And and that's why they brought up um, the, the kid. Uh, the what is Sabe. it? Yeah. yeah. Um, He's a stud. Yeah. Well, they're loaded with studs. That's for sure. That, that was, uh, that was quite a team we played this weekend. I'll tell you they, that, that offense is pretty impressive. Doesn't quit. I love the approach. You know, you look at you look at someone like Yandi, and it brought Carlos Santana back, right? So, like, I think a lot of us continue to say, "Oh, it was Yandi for?" And and I'm guilty of this. Bowers, yeah. It's Yandi for Jake Bowers. It really wasn't Yandi for Jake Bowers. It was a three team trade to get Carlos back, and yes, they got Jake Bowers, who sucked. So, if you go back and you say, "Okay, this ended up getting us Carlos back," and you know, I love Carlos. He could. You know, I, I would love it if it's not going to happen now, but if he could retire here, uh, you know, as a guardian, because he's he's a you know, I love Carlos. He's a he's a guardian for life. Indians guardian for life, in my opinion. But Yandi is, you know, their their big thing with Yandi was always like, well, you know, where's the power going to come from? And da 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 da. You know, the whole thing with him was he's a he he's the exact type of hitter that they now covet you know, high contact guy, you know, he, and now he's got the the power to go with it. He finally got the launch angle up and it's just a shame because we've talked about this so many times, but as you just said, this team is so good at developing young pitching and so good at developing fourth outfielders and utility men. Right. I mean, that, <laughs> but, that's the thing. It's like, you look at all these guys that they played against this weekend and you're going to look at the Reds lineup this week on Tuesday and Wednesday and see the same thing. You know, OPS is over all over 700 and 800 guys that are, you know, slugging doubles, home runs. I mean, going into yesterday, and I was ready to use this until Jimenez and uh, <laughs> Arias ruined it, but going into yesterday, I think we had like two home runs all week, and one of them was Miles Straw. You know, like the, the pitching against Toronto, that's a, that's a deadly lineup the Blue Jays have, yet our pitching was going toe-to-toe with theirs in all the games. You know, and they ended up splitting because the pitching was really good. They held the Blue Jays in check. There was not one game the Blue Jays exploded offensively. I mean, obviously we had a no. They scored four. Win. Four runs was the most runs they scored in that split in one game. Yeah, that was a four. You know, or I'm sorry, three runs was the most they scored. Excuse me. Right. Yeah. You know, even even a guy like Cindergard kept the ball in the in the in the building, and that was yeah. nice. And it just, you know, Bybee and Williams are just unbelievably good already. It's unreal. Yeah. 
And, I mean, and, how about and, we are trotting out lineups every day that you just don't know. And it's like, you know, nobody has stepped up. Nobody. You if know, you it, could, yeah. If you could get any hitting, it's unbelievable. They have four rookies and Noah Syndergaard in the rotation right now. And their pitching is not the problem. No. It's still the offense. Well, obviously it's, the bull obviously the bullpen. Well, the well yes. Been a problem. Yeah. Well, I want I do want to get into that, but yeah. But I mean, Bybee is seven and zero in his last 10 starts with an ERA just above two. Yeah. And and Gavin Williams looks better than he does. I know. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, that that's exciting. And I know uh Pluto Pluto wrote a piece in Cleveland.com. Um about it just saying look at least this you know this season's been bad and it's been disappointing but these are the, the this is the part that is exciting and the future is bright when it comes to these young pitchers and it, it obviously also makes a Shane Bieber trade even more obvious then you throw McKenzie back in the mix next year oh yeah um I don't know what to say about Quantrill I don't know what's going on there hopefully an off season of something <laughs> I mean, he's a mess, um, but you know, you like Curry Cantillo's coming. I mean, so starting pitching is not the issue. No, nope. the, it's, the... it's just crazy though, by the way, that Gavin Williams didn't win a game. This started two games, didn't win either of them and struck out 22 guys in 11 innings. <laughs> yeah. And can't get any run support. None. He is. You know? He, he I mean, yeah, yesterday, yesterday, yesterday Bybee got nine runs, but. His other, you know, Bybee and Williams both pitched twice this week. Bybee also won nothing win. Yes. In his other start. <laughs> Look, I mean, the, the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays are a complete team. They're really, really good. And uh, it showed we're not, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, obviously it's kind of been false hope sitting in this division. Yeah. Twins, twins again, couldn't beat the unnamed team. Um, but then take two out of three in Philly. So, you know, the lead is four and a half. I, I, I'm not looking at the standings. I was going to say, I, I stopped. I stopped looking I mean, at the standings. I don't even, to be honest with you. Well, no, no, no I shouldn't say that. I, if, if they're in it in like mid-September as a season ticket holder, they're going to charge me for playoff tickets, which is ridiculous. And then they'll hold my money for, you know, a year. Right. Yeah. And so I hate that. <laughs> so I don't want them to be in. Con for, so that part of me doesn't want them to be in contention. Also, we, we said this last week. I'll say it again. Even if the twins start to fall off and we start playing well, this team is not winning anything in October. So just keep playing the kids. Keep trying to figure out who you have and, and for next year. And I don't know how they're going to handle this rotation situation, though, with limiting innings. I mean, I see you see now like. Gavin Williams was dominating. They took him out after five innings the other day. He you know, they're, they're, yeah, they they have to for sure. But the the big problem is this pen is so overworked and so bad. And you know, you'd like to give these guys some time off, but with four rookie starters and and uh, yeah. Syndergaard who doesn't go more than five innings, and you've had to move Curry into the rotation, which I get, he, which he's earned, opportunity for the kids, which he's earned, yeah, and he's been fine. Uh, I like what he's done. He's throwing the ball well. He's throws strikes. Occasionally it's too good of a pitch, but um, that takes that sort of long man role out. And that's now the role of Daniel, the van man Norris, oh, who quite God. honestly is a, a complete disaster. He's been on 17 teams for a reason. I mean, 
you can't you you texted it the other night in the thread with the uh, yeah. ep on friday i think and you were spot on you can't take this team seriously in a one-run game or a tie game bringing daniel norris in that's right i mean i couldn't it, believe it it was a one-run game and they brought him in i'm like what are we doing here like it, right. it'd be one thing if you were like okay uh we're gonna try you know you know whatever rookie in this spot and give him a shot daniel norris is a you know, retread Amanager. scrub. Yeah, well, it's not. It's just a retread scrub. You're you're not learning anything. He's not a part of your future, and it's a one run game. Are you trying to win, or are you just trying to get through the games? It it, it again, it's just frustrating because you know we we love this team. We love the, we 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 want them to win, and and but but when you're at least, I'd like to see some development. I don't need to see Daniel friggin' Norris. Like, it, just stop wasting my time. But they're not like, going to bring Karen check back. How, how? Meanwhile, we haven't talked about ninety nine in a while. In months in months. He went down when they needed a roster spot, and we all thought, "Oh, they're just going to send him down because they need a roster spot and he has options." He has not returned. No. Well, the, it, the, it the velocity's down. I heard well, that. One I know it's way down, times. but it would not shock me if we never see him again yeah it's po- it's possible yeah which again, is crazy they'll never tell about. us i mean they, they, they don't tell you anything no but, no uh, they never discuss it but then again I, I we don't know if it's ever been the question's ever been asked that's well, something for zach. zach meisel will ask we know yeah that. No, no no i know i'm saying that's something we need to find out from zach is do they ever discuss does he ever come up in conversations do they ever ask you know what's going on with him how come he hasn't come back i it's bizarre it is bizarre, but the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast brought to you by Rise and Grind Fitness, the Center for Advanced Dentistry, CFAD.net, and also Breaking Tea t-shirts at breakingtea.com slash dairy. A couple of new Jose Ramirez fight shirts are up there. Uh, grab them, check them out. Uh, Guardians are back at a day off today. And then uh, the Reds for two in Cincinnati, Tuesday and Wednesday. You get to see what that young, exciting Reds team looks like. Talk about organizational depth when it comes to bats. They've got a ton. And then uh, Thursday through Sunday, back home to take on the uh, third place. Hot on their tail, uh, local nine from Wayne County, Michigan, on the name team. team. So this ought to be very exciting. I'm trying real hard to keep up, and I know I was gone this week kind of on a little vacay with the fam and uh, checked out as much as I could. But my point, just to start the show, and we'll get away from this, is that all of these guys are all you know, hey, we love Oscar. You know, Oscar had a good day Sunday. All right. Yes, he did. We love Brennan. You know, cousin Steve texts me, where's Brennan today? Why isn't Brennan playing? Well, it's because his OPS is in the 600s. He doesn't drive the ball. Like, yeah, we all love Will Brennan. He's a, probably a fourth outfielder. Oscar Gonzalez, you probably can't play him in the outfield because you can't judge a fly ball. Like, that's a problem. Here, let I mean, me ask you a question. Um, I, with all With someone like Will Brennan, for example, like, is the contact approach that they have now developed become detrimental in a way because of the lack of power? Because now you look up and it's all singles and doubles kind of guys, but it's not I, like, I wish it was more doubles. It's all singles. Yeah. But, but is it, is it a detrimental thing in 2023? It worked last year, but it's clearly not working this year. The lack of power. I mean, they're, you know, I, I got to look it up, but they're they're, they're in last. the bottom three in home runs for sure. Dead as a last. team, 
Yeah. They're still dead last. Okay. I believe so. I looked yeah. at it the other day. I, yeah, it's a it's a huge problem. And then you you take Josh Naylor out of this lineup, and obviously he's out with the oblique. And Jose served two games of a suspension. So, as you put in the uh, the show notes, great show prep by the way by you. Oh, the you. king of show prep. Um, Ramon Laureano to see Ramon to see Ramon and uh, <laughs> Cole Calhoun are hitting three four. That's like Tito's dream. He's got his vets back. It's disgusting. He, it's disgusting. When I saw that <laughs> yesterday, I was like, come on. And of course they scored nine runs. I but know. Ramon Laureano was designated for assignment after base by the A's. 200 by the A's. And he's hitting fourth. I mean, what is that? <laughs> that is just that is just unbelievable to me. At least he can hit though. Although, hey, shout out to Miles Straw. First homer of the year the other night. I believe it was 272 games in between home runs is the stat I heard. How about that? That is. That's the right-handed power bat we've been needing. RHPB, baby. You know oh, what, yeah. though? I, I was very happy for him. He had a big smile on his face. And, and uh, you know, if he was our fourth outfielder, it would be great. Oh. Unfortunately, he's not. What are your thoughts, these on Jose Tana? another slap hitter i mean he seems he seems like he's he's so raw you know yeah. like we saw him in double a last game. year at our, it, he it should it, have it, been it, in that game when cole calhoun uh dropped yes. the ball last week but tana hey happy for him the other day against the jays he was smoking the ball a little bit that was nice to see but it's obvious that he's only up because there's just you know I think when Freeman Freeman's close to coming back yeah Freeman Freeman played yesterday in Columbus went one for four so, so he's, he's rehabbing. I'm assuming that they want to give Tana more time and have him. Yeah, for sure. For he's sure. He's going to probably and, be the shortstop or second baseman at uh, AAA to start next season. But I'm glad. Look, I'm glad they're getting opportunities. Um, But again, I mean, the, the best guy that I've seen that I think looks the part is Rokio. But again, you know, there's some at-bats that you see with him where he strikes out. You just see the youth. I think he's smooth. It, it, that would be my choice for shortstop next year if the season ended today and you said because i just think he he can hit i mean arius can definitely play the position all these guys can play the position but back to the matter for ahmed (laughs) yeah no one no one can hit you're right i mean it's you know it's kind of that strip club offense it's all singles you know oh that's good that's good yeah i like that i still can't believe that yesterday Loriano hit third and Calhoun hit fourth. I, I just, I, I, that is just. Who, who else are you going to bat in those spots? Oscar, well, here, Oscar yesterday's lineup, yesterday, but in yesterday's lineup, yesterday, Oscar hit fifth. I, what, what, I don't know. Who I would wouldn't you bat third and fourth with Jose on suspension and Josh Naylor on injury. Well, the problem was you're not going to have three, four lefties in a row if you're hitting Calhoun third, you know, because Quan hey. and, Cole, and Cole Calhoun is two for four every night. He's two for four getting out of bed. That's it. It, it, he is hitting. I'll give him that. I'll it's give all him singles, that. but at least he's hitting. Yeah, right. I don't know what who, what I would have done to be honest with you. But no, to come back to the uh, shortstop thing, are watching Arias, about the John Tower thing. <laughs> you want to talk about the John Tower thing? Yeah, <laughs> um, I watching Rokio and Arias play shortstop after watching two years of Ahmed it's it's like nice it is day. just 
unbelievable that they let Ahmed play shortstop as long as they did. And in such a premium defensive position to let that guy play short as long as he did, as long as they did is it's, it's organizational malfeasance. It really is. I mean, he was so bad out there. Arias and watch Arias and Rokio make throws from short. Arias has freaking cannon, man. Oh yeah. It what about that so... diving play with the bases loaded the other day? The double play it was sweet. It was the, during the day game, yeah. infield in diving, flipped it with his glove over to Andres for the double play. Ahmed wouldn't have sniffed that ball. I mean, please. So no. it's just you know that that I'm done with Ahmed bashing. I, I know it's like whatever, but I know, I know. It's been fun to watch the the defense at short. There's no question that it'll be upgraded next year. It's ex- that's exciting, and I like that he's playing the kids. Uh, it's not you know, but again, are any of them difference makers? We need difference makers. Uh, and well, maybe Manzardo. Game. Maybe maybe it's Manzardo. Maybe he's the difference maker. That'd be I nice. Mean, you know, the I'll tell you, the guy who was supposed to be a difference maker, and if he wasn't hurt, would be up here is George Valera. And I'm concerned about him long-term. I mean, it's all of a sudden we had all these top 100 hitting prospects and look at our prospect list. Who's delivered so far that come up and delivered? Nobody. Bo, listen, I love Bo. He's hitting 196. (laughs) You know, I mean, I'm going to give Bo some time. I mean, he, you know, he he should have been up at the beginning of the year. We wasted time with Zanino. Major Uh, mistake. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he's done a nice job with the staff. You got to give Bo another credit. Exactly. You've heard no negatives and got, the rotation has been great. I got no issue with him. He's playing a position that is very difficult for a young yeah. player. And uh, yeah, the average and the OPS are not where you want it too many strikeouts, but I think he'll be fine. I do. Yeah. He'll be fine. I'm not worried about him either. Uh, and, and the swing is beautiful and he'll grow into it. I'm not concerned, but the rest of them, like like we've talked about, they just all seem like extra guys. You know, no one, yeah. no one has come up and immediately take. You know, even give give me like what Oscar did last year when he came up. No one's even done that. No, no, he was amazing, and obviously it was. I'm not going to call it a fluke, but yesterday well, it, we saw the Oscar from last year for one day. Yesterday, now can we see it again? Tuesday and Wednesday in Cincinnati. Can we see some, some, you know, he was shooting ropes yesterday. Yes, he was. I mean, and that was nice to see. So like, let's see more of it. But again, I, I think the offense is more like what we saw against Toronto than it will be against the Ra- I mean, the Rays this weekend, the offense was fine. I mean, I they scored eight, wild pitch they scored eight in, in a loss and nine in a win. That's what's so crazy. Right. Which so. is uh, a little crazy, but uh, you know, you know, I'll tell you another thing that's crazy. Did you know that up until yesterday, the Rays and the Guardians had played seven straight one-run games? Well, every Go- game we play is a one-run game. I know. Except, except yesterday. Yeah, it's crazy. It is. This week alone, you know, it was all one- and two-run games. You had, you, Monday was a two-run. You know, they lost three to one. Tuesday was a one nothing win. Wednesday was a one nothing loss. And Thursday was a one nothing win. Friday was a nine eight loss, and Saturday was a six five loss. That, that that's what's frustrating, and and we got to get to the bull. They could have swept and... Tampa. They could have swept Tampa. They really right, could have. Right, could have. Um, but they don't. But how many times have we said that this year? Should have swept them this weekend, but the bullpen blew it. Right, or whatever. And like, and like Friday, um, 
with the Wander Franco walk-off. It's like, oh, man, Sandlin threw a bad pitch. All right, but they have Wander Franco. Like, that guy's a stud. We got we got something that rhymes with Franco, Loriano. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, our stud is Jose Ramirez. No question. All right? We love him. So he had a stud year? Well, not for him. No. Right. For it's him, a, it's kind of been a little bit down. You know, the other stud hitter is hurt, Josh Naylor. Yeah. And you know, he just team, became team a stud MVP hitter. this year. You'd probably say Bybee and Williams and probably well, Josh it would be, Naylor. It would be Naylor. Yes. You know, but those pitchers have been great. And Josh, but then it's like, then there's just such a giant crater down. Huge offensively. gap. I mean, Quan woke up yesterday. That was nice to see. But well, I think uh, Hammy had said yesterday he was hitting about a buck eight right. in August. In, in August, yes. I was in the car for that, too. I heard that same stat. Like, yeah. <laughs> Andres Jimenez has been brutal offensively this year for him. I think he'll bounce back next year. But, man, it was nice to see him yesterday. Shorten up. Good swings. Not chase the high fastball. So, yeah. hopefully yesterday they can springboard that into – some momentum here of course they have an off day <laughs> they have a yeah. great offensive day with a lot, a lot well, of contact some home runs and now they have to sit for a day but whatever you know, go, I mean, go, going back to to jose you know he's he's struggling in the month of august he's only five for 32 yeah two and, rbis in august and and how about this did you know that against left-handed pitching this year he's got a 647 ops and he's hitting 208 that's low too low yeah, I mean, th- normally he's an even splits guy. I mean, against righties, he's got a 937 OPS. So, oh, what is that? What happened? An ad just kicked on when I was looking at stats. Oh, Sorry man. about that. That's good stuff right there. Yeah, that's that's high quality. Thanks, ESPN.com, when I'm looking at splits. <laughs> Why don't oh, you make man. some more cost-cutting by adding some more ads? Yeah. I can't remember the last time I turned on ESPN on television. I was watching Sports Center last night. I Were still you? I still go old school. It's like eleven if eleven o'clock I'm laying in bed and there's nothing on, I'll turn on Sports Center to just watch some highlights quickly. I mean, we were as long as they don't but but when it's highlights, like when they go into the hey, let's go to Florham Park and talk about Aaron Rodgers again. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm out. We were we were obviously on this trip this week and like never turned the television on once. Oh, I don't, whenever I'm out of town, I never turn the TV on. Like when we were in New Hampshire, I don't think I watched the TV for a week. You know, you don't need it anymore. It's crazy to think. It's all on our phones, baby. I know it's uh, it's crazy. Uh, what's going on at rise and grind fitness. What's going on is, uh, I want you all to come check out the best, group fitness studio on the east side we are on the corner of chagrin and brainerd above the bank of america on the second floor we've got it all new schedule will be coming in september you know we're in our first month so it's kind of a soft open but net we're having our grand opening will be in the beginning of september and we're going to have uh, additional scheduling uh, new scheduling additional classes we're bringing yoga back we're going to have a little hip hop dance class now, which is going to be good. And obviously really? that's your bike boot camp with me revolution. It's called and, and, and the great Beth Ann. And then you got, you know, our interval training classes, you know, yesterday, by the way, in our bike boot camp, 
We had a little mother-daughter action. I saw. It was very nice. And, I saw you know, some photos. It was nice. And you know what? You don't have to be, you know, if, if you're, if you got a teenage kid and you want them to be in shape, bring them to class with you. It's something you can do together. You know, Brooke and Leah, every Sunday now, they're coming to bike boot camp, and it's great. And well, Can uh, I add something? Can I add something may. to this? You may. The other thing that you can do is, for those that say, well, ah, it's a little intimidating. Not at all. The one class that uh, Heather and I did, you know, you put us in the back, the lights are down. It's inviting that way, you know? Yeah. Some other classes, you the- you're like front and center, or it's like, hey, we have some new people. No, you don't want that. So just, that's what they, Rise and Grind it takes care of you in that sense. Yeah, we, you know, we're a true fitness community and family. There's no long-term contracts. You can buy 10 class pack. You can buy a monthly unlimited, but it's none of these, hey, sign up. We'll give you a deal if you sign up for a year. And then after two months, you're locked into a contract that you can't get out of. We, do, we don't do that. We don't nice. do that. So uh, come, check, come check us out, riseandgrind.com. That's R-Y-Z-E-A-N-D-G-R-I-N-D.com. Or check us out on Instagram at rise and grind fitness and again come check us out if you have any questions or concerns you know where to find me and i can help help you with that so uh you know hit me up on 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 twitter i refuse to call it x uh what's yeah. that crap yeah give me a break the only, the only x i know is scott ellis and that's it <laughs> oh jeez high and inside uh, yeah. Center for Advanced Dentistry, CFAD.net, Dr. Ben Hornstein, Dr. Sean, the whole crew, they're fantastic. Breaking T t-shirts, breaking T, the letter T.com slash dairy for all of your Guardians gear. Hey, things are heating up in Berea. I read yeah. somewhere the, the Berea good boys have the best D line in the NFL. What well, about Cade York? A lot of Cade York talk in Cleveland, D's. That's all it is. Everyone's uh, very, everyone's some. very concerned about Cade York Brown's gear. Uh, it's 2023. No one kicks field goals anymore. Uh, you get Brown's gear at uh, breaking slash dairy. All right. Uh, we got to get into the uh, Manny Classe situation. Hey, Manny. I what, <laughs> hey, Manny. I don't know what to say anymore. Cause like I've been trying to defend him all year. I believe I was the one in March saying I was worried about the pitch clock with him. You were. I, but I, you don't, were way I don't know it. if that's it now. Like he had the baby thing. He had the, you know, I don't know what's up, but man, is he hittable. It's just, that's, you know, the velocity's still there, but he doesn't He's throw- get any swing and miss anymore. And that's, that's a major concern. How do you throw over a hundred miles per hour and, and not miss any bats? It doesn't make any sense. Everything is flat. And it's, it's just, it's very, very bizarre. I, I don't know what to make of it. He leads the majors in saves, sorry, leads the American league in saves, leads the majors in blown saves. Nine. You know, I, 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 he's got nine blown saves, which is insane. I think last year he blew like two, Um, you know, you look at that blown save. I I sent you that, um that graphic yeah. with the blown saves. You know, Kenley Jansen, who's been around for 100 years, he's only blown like two saves. And and we're always like, oh, Kenley Jansen, that guy's hit him. Well, that guy sucks. He's not blowing games. Right. He puts, he, think, there's a lot of traffic with Kenley Jansen. but Yes, but I think that there's several issues at play. Number one, like you said, I think he's never adjusted properly to the pitch clock and it's screwed with his mechanics, which is a huge deal. I also think he's had a lot of bad luck. I mean, some of these hits – 
Well, the how many times have we seen Jays, little yeah. nubbers and, and it's like not fielded for an infield hit or two of his blown saves this week were like, you know, it's not hard hit balls. He's had bad Babbitt luck. He really has. And Loriano was like an inch away from catching that ball the other day. You know, it's just like, it's, it's, I'm not trying to make excuses for him. He's been, he has not been good. He hasn't. No. No. Um, and it's a microcosm of the season. Cause if you think about it, last year's bullpen, the, we've been spoiled here in general last year's bullpen. It's like you got to the sixth or seventh inning and the game was over. Stefan was untouchable. Hentges was untouchable. Classe was untouchable. Even 99 was untouchable. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah I mean, who can you say right now that you can, you know, is coming in is going to do the job. Nobody. One day Sandlin is great for a couple weeks. And then Sandlin came in, gave up the, you know, to face Franco, right. walk off Homer. Stefan goes through ups and downs all year. Eli Morgan up and down. Delo Santos. Every time you think that he's the guy, they give him the eighth inning. Then he blows this, you know, yeah. he blows the lead. It, it's, it's, it's one guy after another. Sam's been bad all year. He really has. He was good the other day. Yeah, but he's been bad most of the year. Yeah. Would you agree with me on that? Yeah. Yeah. He also, when he came in and he was good, he also, let's not forget, he loaded the bases, you know, in, on your birthday. Remember that? He loaded the bases with nobody out and somehow got out of it. It's like, like you said, a lot of traffic there. But the pen overall has been bad. And if you can't even count on Manny at the back of the pen, nothing derails a season quite like a bad bullpen. And we've seen that this year. No, you're right. And, uh, the other day was just devastating because it's a 5-2 game. And obviously, again, because the offense is just single, 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 singles, instead of it being 7-2 or 8-2 where it's kind of out of reach, you know, it's like it's cute to see, oh, Cam Gallagher slaps a two-run single, a two-out single, so it's 5-2. That's great, all right? But, like, can't believe it'd be nice to hit a ball over the wall one time and not have it always be within striking distance for the opponent because, like you said, the Rays come in, with Franco and a Rosarina yep. and Paredes Yandy. has 23 home runs. What yep. a trade by the Rays to get Isak Paredes from the unnamed team for Austin, Austin. Meadows, who yeah. unfortunately has mental health issues, but um, and depression, but my goodness, what a trade like this Paredes goes from a backup in Detroit to, you know, guy with an OPS over 823 home runs. We, we have nobody like that. Don't they always say don't trade with don't trade with the Rays? Well, we just right. did. I will say, you know, they had Savali Friday night. This is now his second start, and he was not good again no. for them. So we should have scored if, five against him. Yes, we should have. Hopefully, Manzardo turns out to be the real deal, and we can finally win one of these trades against with Tampa. Because they the update they, on him and his injury. Uh. I have not because, like you say, uh, this team doesn't like to give updates. So I'm I'm looking. I'm actually on the AAA, uh, the the Clippers uh, site right now to see if he's even. No, he hasn't played yet. I don't think he's played yet. Yeah. So. No, it's been very frustrating because, like you said, Class A, and he was an All Star again this year. Although we kind of knew that was a little bit flawed. That was more reputation than anything, and the stats. You know, he's, mm -hmm. he's had a lot of opportunities and it would be nice to have more games like Sunday where it's a, a runaway and you can use Michael Kelly. That's where to use Michael Kelly and Daniel Norris. I, by the way, is it just me or does Michael Kelly pitch like every day? 
Like he came up and now all of a sudden he's out there nonstop. <clears throat> he's I've seen worse. We've had we've had worse than him. He's you not know? terrible, but he's no. also not, you know. Right. Every great. bullpen's got a few guys like that. Yeah. Manzardo but, has yet to play. Yeah. No, he's, he's not. still on the injured list. Gotta get him healthy. And, uh, it's just been I don't know. These Mondays are rough. I know. It's been blah. It just you know, the division's been there for the taking. Twins one minute look great. The next minute, like I said, lose three out of four to Detroit. And, um, but on August 14th, I mean, four and a half back, four or five games under 500. This is how this team's been playing all year. It's been so frustrating. Exactly. We can't, it's, it's, it's hard to get that worked up when you look at the standings. And I think you texted it to me this weekend. This is who we are. We're right. a bad baseball team. They're an under 500 baseball team. So we, we need to lower our expectations a little bit here. <clears throat> yeah. It's a complete bummer because like we said, I mean, you know, you put this team and I hate to do this, but you put that like in New York, I mean, they are going ballistic about the Yankees who are over 500. Yeah. They're in last place, but they're over 500. And yesterday they're, they're, they're the, the game. They blew yesterday. The Marlins. I don't know if you watched Oof, any of these highlights. I saw. Yes. It was insane. Like Josh Bell with the bases loaded in a four-run game hits a comebacker to Clay Holmes. If he just catches it and goes home for one to first for two, the game's over. He drops Wait, the Josh ball Bell hit a right comebacker field. with the bases loaded. I'm stunned. <laughs> I know. I know. Um he did hit a homer from both sides of the plate in the game last week, though. Josh Bell did? Yes, he did. I've been off my game. I gotta watch, go and watch my Ahmed highlights and see what he's gonna Because your NL only Ahmed went deep this weekend, too. Wow. Oh yeah, but uh, all right. What uh, yeah, what uh, else we got? Anything else on the list? Anything else on the list? Uh, any no. T- I, any I, Tito bashing you want to do or no? It's 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 not worth it. You know, I mean, because it at this point it is what it is. But yeah, what's he supposed to do? Right. I mean, we said you you hated the lineup yesterday, and you're like, I cannot believe Calhoun and Loriano hitting three four. I'm like, who do you want to put there? Yeah, man? and then they and then they scored nine runs. <laughs> <laughs> At least Jose will be back uh, tomorrow night in Cincinnati. Yeah, give us some pitching matchups, King. Uh, all right, Tuesday and Wednesday night in Cincinnati, Logan Allen tomorrow night against Graham Ashcraft, or Ashcroft, or whatever his name is. Got to be right, Ashcroft. Right-hander. Right? He's um, not at a great year. I, I almost tried to pick him up a while ago. Uh, Cindergard against Andrew Abbott, who's been real good, the lefty, yeah, he the is rookie good. lefty. Cindergard. He's yes. been good. And then four games with the unnamed team. Oh, yeah, baby. I'll be um, at two of them. This will be Miguel Cabrera's last trip to Progressive Field. They're going to have to give him something. Every team's been giving him something. Like Guys right? owned us for 20 years. Might as like, well give the keys to the stadium. They'll probably bring, like, Victor back or something, like take a picture. Um, I hope I'm not. I hope I'm not. Well, if that happens on Sunday because it's his last game, I will be there. Oh, you know who's going to the game on uh who's coming in and it will be there? Who? Cousin Matt and cousin Jory. Really? They hit the game on Sunday, yeah. How's that kid feeling, by the way? I think he's fine. Yeah. He's got listen, he's no worse for the wear, and, and and he's got a photo with uh Jose and, and Vlad, and he got to meet Cal Ripken Jr. So it was probably worth taking one uh one to the face for. I can't speak for cousin Matt on that, but yeah, no, no names, please. Yeah. Um but Jory, Jory got a, a experience of a lifetime, so that's cool for him. Yeah. 
What about the Q5 experience? All right. Uh, <laughs> How come you're not wearing your Q5 pullover this morning? <laughs> you were impressed with my Guardian shirt, baby. I do it's, like uh, it. You know, I've had this on since uh, the airplane yesterday. I got. Is, I got is that your Ahmed? Is that your Ahmed number one shirt? <laughs> no, this is just a plane. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, was it my daughter the other day? Said I think it was my daughter the other day. Said. Dad, all you wear is Guardian stuff and the Q5 pullover. I said, you sound like Todd. That's actually very funny. <laughs> um, Thursday, Xavion Curry against Tarek Skubal. Oh, he's back? Oh, yeah. Cy, he's going to win the Cy Young next year if you listen to the Detroit media. Um, Gavin Williams on Friday against Matt Manning. Matt Manning either gives up eight runs. Or yeah, or he's, no or he's right. He's pretty good. I like him. Saturday, pretty good matchup. Tanner Bybee and uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. Nice. Yeah. That Eduardo Rodriguez trade deadline story is just the best. Well, he wouldn't go to the Dodgers? General manager can't trade that guy. Like that. <laughs> nice job. Right. And then uh, Logan Allen and Alex Fiedo. There's been another Alex Fiedo sighting um, on Sunday. That's a 140 start. I think Thursday's game's yeah. on regular Fox. It's on regular Fox. That's what it says here. Yeah. How about that? It's so, kind of weird. Why would they put Guardians Tigers on Thursday night baseball? These networks, I, I'm a little, it's a little weird on sometimes where these games are and how they pop up out of nowhere, you know? Like yesterday's Well, Peacock I think right games. now, honestly, I think a lot of it is the writer's strike. They probably need material. Look oh, at, yeah, that's you know, true. Look at, like, like CBS last night. They were running. I, I'm watching, you know, we we watch Big Brother in my house. Okay. All of us. They got Big Brother. They got the Challenge USA. And now I see a new one, Buddy Games, hosted by Josh Dumel. And it's another reality show. I think they, I think it's just nonstop reality shows now on the networks because they, you know, because the writers strike. Yeah. Who watches network TV anyways at this point? Who really has a minor league system? No, seriously. <laughs> I knew yeah. that's where you were going. <laughs> we watch Claim to Fame, but we watch it on Hulu. And I, think I know. Like, Don't you remember you spoiled the ending for everyone on here? Oh, yeah. A couple weeks ago? I never heard All of that. All a blur. Stuff. But that's on network TV. But you're right. I mean, I watched some Colbert back in the day on network TV, but, like, those shows have been off for months. Seth, wants same to thing. People still watch that, like – Jimmy Fallon is so is like he's annoying. A, he's, yeah, he's annoying. He hasn't been People, funny in years. Yeah. And the thing with Fallon is during the pandemic, he was really creative with how he did the shows from home. And he's positive and he's a happy guy. But like then his but interviews he, were just. He's happy. He, he's happy to an, annoy, at, at, to an annoying level at this point. Yeah. Like everything is. Ah! I know. It it's like it's out. like everything is everything is a yucking it up and an inside joke kind of reminds me of listening to a a, 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 a Guardians game on television. <laughs> oh God, there you go. Sorry, Why don't the Guardians do this. They want to make a splash. Go get Kevin Brown. I was just gonna say, go get yourself Kevin Brown. And yeah. and you want to keep Underwood around? Great. Uh, mix and match like the Mariners do. The Mariners have Aaron Goldsmith. They've got Dave Sims. They've got Rick Riz. They've got a three or four rotation. Some guys go to radio. Some guys go to TV and they switch it up. Now with Hammy, uh, yeah. it's not happening, but maybe Yankees maybe do it game. too. What's that? The Yankees do that too. They have yeah. Ryan Rucco and Michael K. Right. And they used to have Ken Singleton. So like 
maybe one game Underwood does the middle innings on radio and Rosie just does pre and post like bring Kevin Brown in as long as Hammy doesn't go anywhere they're not going to but I was just throwing it out there all right uh that'll do it for us thanks to our friends at uh, rise and grind fitness breaking tea center for advanced dentistry the evergreen podcast network and waiting for next year.com we are uh we are done with a, another edition of the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast on a day off Monday, August the 14th. Book it. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on.